Hey there, it's JVL. On The Secret Show with Sarah Longwell today, we talked about Trump's indictment. What else? Here's the show. Let's talk about what the indictment means for Ron DeSantis. Like, Mm. let's just take it from Ron DeSantis' world. Because I have, one of the things that is interesting to me is that we have been waiting to get a sign of what kind of candidate um, Ron DeSantis is going to be in the last couple of weeks. We've gotten a bunch of information. It's quite interesting. So first, he comes out and shows us, oh, he's going to run right up alongside Trump on foreign policy and on Ukraine. And then he gets yelled at by Republicans. Okay, so we also learn that the dynamic is different with with uh, DeSantis than it is with Trump. They're going to be willing to yell at him for his positions. Uh, and then he walks it back, right? Or he starts sort to, of. he like pretzels. He's like, ah, yeah, he's he a war criminal. Right. Okay. So, all right. Okay. Ron DeSantis can get uh, bullied around a little bit, pushed around a little bit. Um, doesn't quite know who he is. Got to do a little cleanup on aisle 2024. Okay. Now, then we have shortly thereafter, we have um, Trump announcing his own indictment and imminent arrest. Uh, we can change before it actually happens. And when Ron DeSantis is asked about it, he says, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to interfere. Soros back DA, bad, but I'm not going to interfere. Well, then the MAGA world starts yelling at Ron DeSantis. How dare you? You're not doing anything. Look at you. So then when Donald Trump does the actually gets the indictment gets released, uh, or I guess it's not released, but like reported on. Yeah, um, it's been leaked. It's been leaked. leaked, right? So we know it's happening. DeSantis says, oh, no. I'm interfering. No extradition and uh, sanctuary state. Uh, the free state of Florida will not extradite Donald Trump. Oh, oh, so so you can be pushed around by the MAGA base and change your position. Here's the thing for Ron DeSantis. If Ron DeSantis on the first go round, and I'll, and I'm Monday morning quarterbacking, so but you know if I but I can you can see it sort of clearly now if he'd come out and said. If they try to take Donald Trump, you know, I, I will not participate because I'm in charge. I'll protect Trump. I'm the alpha here, right? That would have gone a lot better for him than this beta move where it's like, oh, yes, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a supporting player in the Trump drama, and you've all watched me backtrack when you yelled at me. And I offered him his help, my help, and he immediately rebuffed it. By announcing that he's going to go up to New York because he's unafraid to confront these people. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's even worse. Like, I'll hold your coat, Donald. No, yep. thanks. Go get your shine box. I got my own coat. That's right. Right. That's right. Uh, so what do you think of that? I think this stuff is all going wrong for DeSantis. And he is going to he's been he's been living on altitude on 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 uh, ice cream castles in the air. And it's all coming crashing down to earth uh, with all of this. Yeah. So, I mean, so he the, the the Senate, meaning DeSantis, uh, put forward their bill to reform their resign to run or revoke their resign to run law last night at like seven fifty. Funny, funny, timing. interesting, weird, weird so timing. crazy. <laughs> uh, I th- you know I we need an Amanda shirt um, because I think we are getting back to the dynamic that Amanda hit on months and months ago, which was so brilliant. DeSantis is sort of sliding back from being the potential challenger to just being the understudy. Uh, So I I think that Trump's indictment makes it 100% certain that DeSantis runs. 
so I think, you know, there there had been a tiny bit of chirping from like George Conway and uh, your friend Lucy Caldwell over the last few days saying, I don't know, look at him. Uh, if his polling keeps deteriorating, it's got a lot of hurdles. Why run now? And when you could just run in 2028, no matter what, it'll be an open seat in 2028, no matter what the outcome of this election is. He'll only be 49 years old. Uh, and I... I could see that. I, I think it's wrong from DeSantis's point of view. I think he has to run this this time anyway. Um, but that that doesn't mean he wouldn't have believed it. I think Trump's indictment says to DeSantis, "I have to be there because what if everything blows up? What yeah. if what if the what if he's actually put in jail? What if there's there's discovery and we discover this? What if on the stand he starts you know talking like a chicken?" Right. Uh, you know, who who knows? So he has to run. Then half the Republican base will start speaking chicken. <laughs> speaking <laughs> in chicken tongues. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think this means DeSantis is pushed that he has to run. But his role becomes almost explicitly as an understudy at that point. Because what is he? What is his contrast? Right. This is so I. I I won't even fault you for not reading it because it hasn't gone out I as if we it. are sitting. No, we haven't. Oh, this you one today Because today's isn't out yet. I read your why DeSantis should run. But what, let's pretend Donald Trump has been has, has been indicted. This becomes the story about the campaign. And fortunately for Trump, it becomes a forward-looking story, an argument for his candidacy, and not the backward-looking 2020. Right. It's a great right? point. Yep, it's exactly you know, we're right. We're no longer talking about him getting screwed in 2020. We're now talking about him getting screwed right now today. And the way to rec- remedy this is to vote, because when they're coming after Trump, they're really coming after you. So imagine you are a candidate trying to break through in this race, and you're a Republican. In order to get time on Fox, you can't like show up with a white paper on entitlement reform, right? You can't you can't say, "I well, I figured out how to save Social Security. Can I have some time with Laura today?" No. Okay. <laughs> All you can do is come on to talk about about Trump's indictment and the Trump case and the the menu of things which you are allowed by voters to say about that go about like this: uh, it is a witch hunt. It is terrible for America, and I will fight and do everything in my power because we have to protect Donald Trump because if they're coming for him, they these radical socialists, communists will come for you. It's so important that he he not be convicted. And so vote for me. Like, yeah. No, I mean, the, the, the logic of all those things is so you have to vote for Trump, right? You mm-hmm. have to show them. Show them, whoever they are, uh, that we will not be cowed. And the only the only logical response to that is to vote for Trump. You can't, like, make that case and then say, so vote for Ron DeSantis. All right. So let me so now let me like push back on this just a little bit. Um, I agree with I agree with what you're saying. Um, but it's the argument, right? It's the argument of, around why uh, this helps Trump in the short term. Right. OK, that's the argument of why it helps him in the short term. I think there's this open question about what short term means. Yeah. Because I agree, right? Like I'm arguing too. Of course, this is going to help him in the short term. Everyone's going to be talking about him. Cast the other candidates as as, as supporting players. Um, and Ron DeSantis is an understudy, just to keep the them- thematics going. Uh, and uh, and if there's one thing, the the thing, the kryptonite to Donald Trump is being ignored, right? right. 
And mm-hmm. now everyone's talking about him all the time. We're going to talk about him, whatever. We we spent a lot of time talking about Ron DeSantis. When we're all like, I don't know, Trump's hanging out lamely in Mar-a-Lago and looking kind of pathetic. And okay, well, now, and that point about the, he's got an animating grievance now that feels yeah. immediate for people is, I think, really key. All right. But the question is, is how short how short term does it help him well this is a big unknown but it's still worth unpacking because this is gonna this is what the dynamics are gonna make the difference is okay so if there's a bunch of other indictments does that pile on continue people's sense of grievance and allow donald trump to extend this narrative and make it so that no one there's literally just no other oxygen for him the whole way through or Actually, does everybody rally to his defense? But because I've listened to voters say this now for months and months, he's got a lot of baggage. He's alienated a lot of people. I don't think he can win. That can creep back in like that can still become uh, a big piece of the discussion that people can shift over time. They can go from immediate anger on his behalf to, oh, yeah, but people aren't going to vote for this guy. We need somebody who's not under multiple criminal investigations. So that is po- that is that is totally possible. And it depends on a bunch of things that happen over the next, this is, okay, March 5th, 2024 is Super Tuesday. The first primary is in either the, I think it's beginning of February or maybe right at the end of January. So there is like nine, 10 months of green here, of field to play. Mm-hmm. And I just think people, the the people on Twitter right now who are like, you just made Trump the nominee. I'm like, no, you didn't. Like even with the forget the argument about like, and GOP-based voters, well, primary voters, will will or will not make Trump the nominee. The, the fact that that is true, notwithstanding, is also just like you don't know that right now. No, nobody nobody knows anything. Right. Uh, into you know, none of us can peer all the way into the future. Um, I mean, a lot depends on whether or not there are other indictments. It depends on what the charging docs look like in all of these cases. It depends on the timeline for trials. Right. I mean, how how. I assume it is always in Trump's interest to delay everything, right? Because, you know, like like a wrestling impresario, you want to keep delaying the main event and stringing the audience along, stringing the marks along as long as you can, right? Whether, irrespective of everything, no matter what the context, right? I'm going to delay my my announcement on, I've made a very strong decision on presidenting, but I'll, you know, you'll have to wait for that. That's just yeah. the art of the tease, right? But I don't know. I I just look at... I look at the the I look at the dynamics of the system sort of and I have trouble seeing how other people make the case right because it you would have to start making a case about electability and a unless Trump's general matchup polling against Biden absolutely craters like if if you can wave around a bunch of polls showing Trump losing to Biden by 15 that's one thing but, you know, most of the polling basically since 2021 has been, you know, Trump either down five or up two, right? I mean, he's, he's in the ballpark against Biden. Sure. And if that's what the polling looks like, then what, I don't know, you then have to have somebody who is out there aggressively making the case that Donald Trump can't win. Who's willing to say that out loud in the, the Republican media ecosystem? Asa Hutchinson, I guess Asa Hutchinson, <laughs> who who uh, who had you know I said this last night in the show, and some people then you know wrote in. I guess they didn't hear me say like Asa Hutchinson said. Asa Hutchinson did the only thing I ask of Republicans. 
I don't need them to be like us. Uh, I don't need them to be never Trumpers. He just said, this is concerning. Uh, we're going to let the justice system play out. Mm-hmm. Great. Right? right? Isn't that a perfectly healthy response? Like, it is. Fabulous. Love it. Yeah. Give me more of it. Right? Uh, <laughs> this should just be what every Republican says random, uh, automatically. But that's not. That's Ace that is going to be out alone and on an island out there with that. He is somebody. I got. I've been just talking to reporters all morning, and somebody's like, "Well, what do you what do you think this does for Asa Hutchinson?" And I was like, "Oh, it makes a bunch of the never Trump, the ten percent of sort of anti, really anti Trump Republicans in the party go, oh, look, Asa Hutchinson's here. Uh, <laughs> fancy that. Look at this. Uh, so, you know, they were like, "Well, is anybody going to go after him for this?" And then, you know, the other one is is Chris Christie is could 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 try to make some hay out of this since he has decided not so much. We haven't seen so much evidence of it yet that he's going to be a, an attack dog here. Pence is going to continue to put himself in the sour spot by saying both things every time. Pence said that this was outrageous. An outrageous travesty, yeah. but also that Donald Trump should absolutely not be uh, the president again. Has, has Christie said anything about the indictment? I don't think so. Youngkin right. has. All right, so well, don't tell me what Yunkin said. You and me right now, I'll bet you five bucks. Christie says, uh, I was a prosecutor. This is absolute overreach, travesty. This guy up in New York doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, sure. Well, what if that's true, though? Like, this is, here's the thing. I, I'm not a lawyer, and I don't. No, I don't know. I, like, I've seen serious people, not partisans, also suggest, like, mm, this is, like, not the most, this is not the one to get him on, primarily because it's not the kind of thing that's usually prosecuted as a felony. And so it looks trumped up, to coin a phrase. Yeah. Now, I we mean, haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. So maybe, maybe not so much, but... uh I mean, we'll see it. And if it is, then it won't fly, right? I mean, yeah. this guy's going to have the best lawyers money can buy. He's the full appeals process. He'll be able to appeal all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States if he wants to, because he is a former president, uh, where he has appointed a third of the justices on the Supreme Court. Nobody in the history of American law will ever get as fair a shake in court as Donald Trump will. Hey, you just said something, though, that is something I've wondered about that I don't, I don't know the answer to. Maybe, And maybe you do. If in all these indictments, Trump is able to plead not guilty, mount a defense, and then appeal, 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 the chances of him ever getting close, like, there's no chance he's in jail by the time, like, let's say some of them are really, he's got a really strong case against him. There's still no chance he's in jail prior to the uh, election. Nobody's going to be. He's just going to be in the middle of a bunch of complicated- Yes. Uh, legal wranglings. Yes. And I I don't want to say there's no chance. There's no chance he'll be in jail before the election. I don't think there's any serious chance that he'll ever be in jail. Mm. I just don't think our everything that I have seen in 48 years of living in this country suggests that people like him don't ever see the inside of a cell. Right? That's not how this works. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's that's to the good. Honestly, I'm, I, I know I'm a squish about this. Uh, and yes, it is, as Kim Whaley said today in her piece for us, it's a stress test of the system itself. Does the system work? Do we have equal protection under the law? And I, I, I see all of that. 
the other hand, uh, if you if, if the law does work and it does say that he has to go to jail, that isn't free. That's going to come with a cost and a pretty heavy cost. And I don't know that uh, I'm, I'm glad it, I'm glad that the legal system will figure this out and that none of us has to make a decision and a judgment call on it. Yeah. Hey, speaking of the fact that it's the legal system and not any of us, uh, one of the th- like insane things that I see on Twitter, uh, including from uh, not my friend, but I guess yours, Eric Erickson, are things like, he's like, if Democrats were smart, they would bring these other indictments fast, whatever. And I was like, what Democrats? Like, Democrats have no control over the, the idea that this is a political plot by partisan Democrats. Like, it could be. It could be partisan on the part of Bragg in his particular because this, you know, you can go back and find video of Bragg. And I think um, I'm pretty sure of uh, Fannie Willis in Georgia, Mm -hmm. both of whom ran on and like said outright, like, I'm going to prosecute Donald Trump. And I don't think that's great to have out there. Uh, Like, I was always out to get this guy. Um and maybe I don't know enough about how DAs run. Maybe they always run saying, well, I'm going to prosecute this type of crime. Like, it's a travesty that my predecessor didn't do Elliot anything Spitzer about this. did it with Wall Street, remember? I'm going to go get those fat cats down in the down in the street. Yeah. So, but, you know, that, that certainly does a lot for the impression that these are politically motivated by, like, these individuals who may have part of it. But the idea that there's, like, a big way Democrats can coordinate on this is asinine and, and like ridiculous. It drives me crazy. Like it really does drive me because these are decisions which are made. I mean, in, in these two cases, literally made by two elected officials, two separate elected officials who have sole discretion over this. Nobody else gets a say in it. Joe Biden can't call Alvin Bragg up and say, no, no, don't do that. I want you to wait and do it on April 17th. But you know, that's not how this works. But more to the point, it's not how any of us want it to work. This is what, yeah. what we want is an independent judiciary where the district attorney's office is not answerable to anybody because other because that way lies. If you do that, then eventually you have the president of the United States calling the uh, state secretary of state and demanding that they find 12,000 votes. Right. Uh-huh. That, that's that's where you wind up. And I the level of bad faith shit like that that is floating around like you you people just elected donald trump right you know republican voters are infants with no agency right they are they are little children who who cannot possibly take responsibility for their actions they just the world around them happens and they react to stimuli like they are plants that drives me crazy, and the bad faith stuff over how the justice system is supposed to work drives me crazy. And the honestly, the you know the, this case, arguments about what this case is or isn't, we haven't seen the charging documents. We have no idea how flimsy or how strong the case is. Yeah, right. And we will. Like it isn't like like nobody will ever know. We're going to mm-hmm. see all this stuff. It'll be public on like Tuesday. Yeah, and, but the fact that you hear people say that just. It just tells you where they're coming from to start, right? Which is, it's just any club at hand, right? They're here to protect the precious or to make a demonstration to show that they're on the side of the angels. When again, for 95% of these people, and this is why, this is why secretly I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
Because yeah. I never worry that Marjorie Taylor Greene is lying to people about what she really thinks. Yeah. Hey again, it's JVL. The conversation goes on from there. If you want to hear the rest of the show, head on over to Bulwark Plus and subscribe. We'd love to have you.